Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. We've had a word encounter, a prayer encounter, a presence encounter, a Jesus encounter where my Muslim bodyguard got radically saved and Jesus appeared to him and said, will you be one of my disciples? And, and we've had a fiery healing encounter and, and we've had the secret place with Stacy Campbell. I have a, another friend with me today. She's another one of my sisters in the faith. And I actually call her my little sister and she's my dream uh, com- friend and and uh, been working in the house of prayer and for many, many years, a psalmist, a, an author, uh, and uh, just a great friend of God. And I'm going to, we're going to refer to this today as a throne room encounter. So like I normally do, I'm going to start off with a scripture and let's go there for a throne room encounter. And let's go to Revelation chapter four, verse one, where it says, after these things, I looked and behold, a door standing open in heaven and the first voice which I had heard, like the sound of a trumpet speaking with me, said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after these things. And so, isn't that just an amazing scripture? Because we could just relate to it historically, which is be accurate and right. But we can also enter into this that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, meaning that we could ask whatever we read that we pray that we could experience. So you could have a revelation for one throne room encounter today because we ask for it now in Jesus' name. So I'm going to turn this over to my psalmist and someone that I've also recorded a piece of music with called Do You See Me Then on my Never Alone uh, uh, album. So this is a Julie Meyer uh, we've walked together in Kansas City for years, and now she's in Santa Maria with her husband, Walt. And so, Julie, why don't you greet the people and then just share what's on your heart? Well, hello, everyone. It's an honor to be here. And gosh, I've known I've known James for, I don't know, for years and years. Long time. And mm-hmm. you've been an incredible inspiration. But <clears throat> what I love, what you just said, I love Revelation 4. I love to, since I'm a... a a worship leader. I love to sing, number one, the Psalms, but I love to sing the Theophanies. I love to sing Revelation 4. And what you just um, talked about as far as 
you know, reading what John wrote. That is exactly what happened to me. I was at wait, the, wait. You're saying you've experienced this? No, when you said yes. when you yes, yes. yeah, no, what? actually I did because yeah, I, okay, I, Julie, you have experienced this, and as you share your own story. You two out there can enter into this as well. Absolutely. Because being at the house of prayer in the very early years, we were singing Revelation 4.1. And, you know, all my friends like you, like Stacy, like just they had incredible encounters, even as a small child. Mm, it's true. And I, you know, I would get people to say, well, when were you called? And I would, I would just go, well, I I just love him. I mean, I didn't mm -hmm. have an angel when yeah. I was five. Yeah. You know, I kind of felt uh. left out. But you know what? I had a longing in my heart. I wanted to see. And so um, at one of our singing the worship with the word at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, where we sing line by line by line, we were singing. This scripture, and it's so dear to my heart, Revelation 4.1. As I looked, I saw a door standing open in heaven. And I remember singing this, and I knew that I was singing about something that John the Beloved wrote. But when I got to this part, you know, I, I heard a voice, and it sounded like a trumpet, and it spoke to me saying, come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. I just remember singing it and we just turned it into a chorus and we kept singing, come up here, come up here, come up here. We just kept singing it. And I just got this incredible longing. I knew that John wrote it. I knew it was an invitation to John the Beloved, but I wanted it too. And it began to stir in me. And so I I started praying it and I began to sing it more and more. And then I just had some incredible dreams about Revelation 4, where I was literally in this. You know, I just feel like if you sing about it, you dream about it. Whatever you think about during the day, you can dream about it during the night. Whatever you dream about during the night, prophesy it and sing it during the day. Whatever you read about. You can dream about exactly. whatever you pray about. You can dream about. And so I know Julie's history. And so I know that she is a dreamer, but it's come from out of, again, storing the word of God. And then in her situation, singing the word of God. Yeah, I think when you sing it, it gets in you. That song just becomes who you are. But I I've had uh, two or three dreams where I've just been in Revelation 4. And, you know, I, I, I still remember I was standing on the crystal sea. I could see, you know, it was like I was right up close, but I was at a distance. And there was one on the throne. It was so, it was so what I thought John might have been seeing because the one seated on the throne, I could see him, but I couldn't see him. It was an outline, but it's literally as if John was using earthly words to describe a heavenly scene that he's never, ever seen before and he didn't have words for. That's why you have all of this. It looked like, and I 
I remember in my dream being right there and seeing the 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 wings of the living creatures go up and down and seeing the elders take the crowns and cast them. And I remember at that moment thinking, because some Bible translations say they lay their crowns down, but they don't. They actually cast them with all of the strength of their beings as if to throw all of their worth before he who is so worthy. And I, I, I love to sing it because the more I sing it, the more I can see it. And I know that Bob Jones used to say years ago, he would say, sing the scriptures. And he would say, close your eyes and start with your imagination. That's not wrong. And then trust that the spirit of God is going to reach down and grab your imagination and take you right there. And I, I've had three different dreams where I've been in this beautiful heavenly scene of Revelation 4, literally watching what I had sang and meditated and prayed and spoke during the day. And I feel like Revelation 4 is such a, it's, it's a, it's the throne room scene, but it is one of great humility because they all see their worth and they all bow down before God who is so worthy. And then you know what? When you wake up in the morning, you actually feel his worth all the more. It's not to say that you don't if you don't dream, but this has just been my vehicle to amazing encounters with the kindness, the mercy, the love. I always used to think that God was so mad at me mm. because I just didn't do it right or mm -hmm. I could have done yeah. it better. But then when I would just meet him through the word, it was all through the word. And, and if you have a dream that is contrary to the Bible, then throw it out. Nothing of my dreams yeah. have been contrary. Right. But it, it's been a an absolute beautiful part of my life that I act. I love to go to sleep because I get excited and I know that God loves to meet weak people in their dreams and because that was me. Yes. And so anyway, I, I, I love to still, I still love to sing about revelations for, and you never get tired of it. You could go every single night in your dreams to this beautiful throne room scene so, and see more. So in one of your uh, music worship CDs, some of your music that you have written, don't you have this in a song that's brought before people that now people as well can sing and enter into like Unto the Lamb or which what one is it, Julie? Oh yeah, well Unto the Lamb is straight out of Revelation five. Okay. And that is five. on God is God is alive. But actually um on Longing for the Day. That's it. Yep. I put this I put this dream. Um and Luke Hendrickson is the one who actually oh my gosh, I'm telling you, if you get that you can yes. even get it from iTunes. You are there. It just sounds exactly like the sound. Because the crystal sea, what's the crystal mm -hmm. sea? I remember. It's like water, but it's like glass. It's yeah. like glass and water and this high-pitched sound. No, wait, you're not making up together. something. No, it's because, right here in anyway, Just because some people don't know. Yeah. I mean... What does what does what does the rest of this word say? Because we only read one verse. Oh, I mean the the Revelation four is all about it's like John 
sees one on the throne, but then the more he looks, he begins to see, you know, four living creatures around the throne of God. And uh, day and night, they never stop crying out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. He begins to see the 24 elders and they each have uh, their crowns, these golden crowns, and they cast their crowns before before the Lord and there's a crystal sea um, all around the throne of God and um, so as you read through Revelation 4 all of this is in there and so when I dreamt it I was simply dreaming of the very thing that I had sang and meditated on all day and asked for See, but a lot of people know you as a singer. Some people know you as a prayer warrior. Obviously, there's, uh, I think, three people or so that know you as mom. And one that knows you as as, as a wife. And now a grandma, too. A nanny. And and some of us know you as friend. But uh, it could be that what you're painting is very practical steps. Because, see, I know when your dream life exploded. I know about the vivid clarity. In fact, I remember a time at one of our conferences and you were leading worship and the Lord. And I was I loved the articulation of your singing because it was always so crisp and so clear. And your dreams were always so crystal clear. And what you just have read in Revelations 4.1 is crystal clear. And so I remember, though, at one of the conferences and I asked the Holy Spirit, well, uh, I think Julie has some heavenly help. And so I said, I asked the Lord, will you show me? So I saw an angel standing next to you, but it was unusual. It was different than anything I'd ever seen before because it was a translucent mm-hmm. angel. It was crystal clear. You could, I could see it, but I could see through it. And the Lord spoke to me. He says, yes, I've given her assistance so that she will think clear, dream clear, that she will sing with great clarity so that then there wouldn't be hindrances for the people to receive. So, Julie, uh, uh, is there any other keys or any other thing that you'd like to share with people about how they can have a throne room encounter? You know what? Read the Bible. I'm I'm telling you, read uh, Isaiah 6, uh, Ezekiel 1. Uh, Read it, but sing it. Because singing, all of the lobes of our brain actually function as one when we begin to sing. That's why singing is so powerful. The lobes of our brain actually begin to work together and it activates parts of your brain that are never activated. And I wonder if that's why I just began to dream and dream because I think that singing is so um, it's so powerful and God created it. He's the great singer anyway. But I would say read the read the um, read Revelation one, read Revelation four. Read. Don't be afraid of Revelation. It's 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 revealing the beauty of Jesus Jesus. Christ, you know, and Isaiah six. Read those. I like to say, read it, write it, say it, pray it and declare it. Well, would you do that again? Say it again, Julie. Well, say it, pray it, say it, say pray pray it, read it. Write it. Read it, write it. And declare it. And declare it. Five things. Five okay, ways. let's say it together. Say, say it, it. Pray it. Pray it. Read, read it, it. Write it. it and declare it. it. So I want you now to pray a blessing for our listeners on those five things on how they too can have 
a throne room encounter. Well, Lord, I just thank you for your word. And I pray, Spirit of God, that you would help the listeners in Jesus' name to take your word and know that they can encounter you in how your word says. I ask that you would remind them to say it, pray it, sing it, declare it, and write it. And Lord, meet them in their dreams. Let them dream that which they've been praying and declaring and meditating on and studying, that they too would have a throne room experience like John, like so many of your beloved sons and daughters. And I pray this in Jesus' name. That's great. So thank you, Julie. And I'm going to be back with you in just a moment with a special surprise. And all my dreams, they feel 
when you sing out, oh my child, I see you then. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.